0: Welcome to the Feminine Frequency podcast. I'm your host Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here with me for this episode where I'm going to be sharing a session from last weekend's event, the Empowered and Embodied Experience. This session completely expanded the vision for what is possible for women on their journeys to stepping into their soul calling, claiming their purpose, creating more abundance, calling in soul clients, and investing in themselves. We are in a time of such a great awakening on the planet and so many people are waking up and seeing that the pain that we're experiencing individually and as a collective, the fear and the suffering that is happening, the isolation, the separation, that is being brought to the surface, that is being illuminated right now. And we need more heart centered leaders. We need more light workers and healers and coaches and entrepreneurs and creatives and women making money, doing what they love, giving back to their communities and healing the planet. This is what we're here for, my love. This is what we're here during this time in history to rise, to heal ourselves, to contribute our gifts to the collective, to be abundant and prosperous and to thrive. That is your birthright. You are not made to struggle. You are not made to play small. You are not made to hide your gifts. It is not by accident that you are alive and breathing and that your soul chose to be here in this lifetime and we have a lot of change that needs to happen there's a lot of change that needs to happen in our communities in our politics there's a lot of change that needs to happen in our environment in our health systems And it starts with individual healing. It starts with you doing the work. So I want to acknowledge you for the inner healing that you have been doing this year already. And in the years previous to this, I want to acknowledge you for the incredible journey that you are on Because when you start to heal, when you start to love yourself more, when you feel worthy, when you start to heal trauma and start to feel more confident and show up as the best version of yourself, the most loving version of yourself, that frequency shift completely impacts the quantum field. It is a ripple effect that goes out into the field it also is a ripple effect that impacts everyone that you physically come into contact with whether that's a interaction that you have online or with your loved ones or with family friends people at coffee shops who you are being makes a difference and we are here to rise together we are here to rise in community And that's really what I got to experience last weekend in the Empowered and Embodied Experience, the two-day event that I hosted. It was an online event, and I am emotional just thinking about the depth and the connection and the healing and the breakthroughs and the power that happens when women come together and when women are in safe healing spaces. To do the deeper work where they know that they're not going to be judged, where they know that it is safe to explore new parts of themselves, where it is safe to be seen not only in their deeper emotions, but also in their celebration and allowing themselves to be celebrated by other women. This is part of our healing. Sisterhood is part of the medicine that we need during this time. And this past weekend really, it didn't remind me, because I already know how powerful this work is, but it deepened my vision and my mission for what's possible for women, for humanity, for the planet, when we come together in these healing spaces, In sisterhood to do the work and to say that it is an honor to do this work to host this podcast to empower you through these words to be a facilitator of women's circles and events where we move through empowerment and embodiment exercises together to say that it is an honor to guide my private clients and women in my group programs to greater levels of confidence and self-trust and expression and freedom and abundance is truly an understatement. I am so, so humbled by the work that I get to do. And I want and I know that this is possible for every single woman to feel this fulfillment in her heart, to have the time freedom, the financial freedom, to create a life that is in true alignment with your soul. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, that you are on the path of awakening, that you are here as part, as an important member, as an important component to the feminine rising. And to this shift that is happening in consciousness to create the new paradigm. And that's what's available for you when you get out of your own way. When you are able to release your limiting beliefs and stories. When you are able to get out of your mind and get into your body. And to trust the wisdom of your soul through connecting with your body and releasing all of the patriarchal bullshit stories that you need to look a certain way or be a certain way or act a certain way or sound a certain way. All of that stuff is an illusion. That is not real. What is real is that you are powerful. What is real is that you came here to make a difference and that you are worthy of the love, the abundance, and the lifestyle that you deeply desire. I believe that for each and every woman who is listening to these words right now. And that's exactly why I create these deeper transformational experiences where I work with women for a minimum of six months at a time. Because there are processes that it takes to reprogram your subconscious mind, to learn how to be an embodied woman. And that's really what I'm most excited about in this new year is bringing women together in community to go through these deeper transformations, to share your gifts and your love with the world. So I want to give you a very sacred invitation today for the woman who is on her path, who knows that she has gifts to offer. But maybe you're standing in your own way. Maybe you already have a certification or you are a yoga teacher or a personal trainer or a health coach, or you've done something in the realm of studying and learning for yourself so that you can teach others as well but there's been something blocking you whether that is a belief system or you feel like your self doubt or comparison or is getting in your way, or maybe it's imposter syndrome where you're like, I'm not ready yet. Who am I to teach this or perfectionism where you spend hours writing a post and you feel like it's not good enough. And then you want to take it down or people pleasing fear of judgment, fear of what other people are going to think of you. Maybe it's fear of failure. How am I going to succeed? How am I going to support myself? Or maybe it's even fear of success, which is a huge one that is kind of a hidden one that is often there. What if I succeed? If I succeed, does that mean that I won't have the freedom to be myself or to do the things that make me feel aligned, that I won't have the freedom and the time for self-care If I'm successful, that means that I have so much responsibility and how can I handle that? Can I really show up for that? Can I trust myself to consistently show up for that? I hear you. I've been there. I understand all of these beliefs to my core. And what I'm here to tell you is that it is possible to transmute, to break through, to overcome, to alchemize anything and everything that is holding you back from seeing yourself as the powerful, abundant, creative woman that you are. In one of the sessions from this past weekend, we did a really powerful exercise where I had women looking into their own eyes and One of the intuitive messages that came through during that session is what if you could see yourself the way that God sees you? What if you could see yourself the way that the universe sees you? Through loving eyes, as an infinite being, as worthy simply for being here, breathing, being alive, what would be possible for you? And that's what I'm here to guide you towards. I am here to be a catalyst on your journey to help you to get out of your own way. And that's what's going to happen in my empowered and embodied journey, which is the six month journey that I'm taking only 10 women on starting in January. And your mind might be saying, but it's not the right time, or I can't afford it, or how am I going to make this happen? And I want to remind you that those are all the stories. That's all the bullshit. That's not true. And so if your soul is being called as I'm speaking, if you feel like these words are directly meant for you in this moment, I invite you to reach out to ask about the empowered and embodied journey. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know that you want to apply. Ask for the details. You can find them also in the link in the show notes from today. And this is a time to say yes. Time to say yes to your vision. Time to say yes to your soul mission. Time to say yes to you being the most expressed and happiest version of yourself. This is a time to say yes to all of the people that you are meant to serve in this lifetime. To not push that back another six months or a year we need you my love we need your service we need your heart we need your courage so that's the journey that's happening and we have four spots left so reach out to me let me know and i look forward to connecting with you and supporting you on your soul calling journey bringing you back to life and really being a supporter of you on your soul mission in this lifetime and doing it in sisterhood and connection. So what you're about to hear in this next segment of this episode are some reflections from some of my soul clients from this year. You may be familiar with these amazing, wonderful queens Jenny, Lauren, and Liv. They have all been interviewed on the podcast and featured before. This session was so empowering and inspiring, even for me, watching these women, listening to these women, sharing about how they have stepped into their purpose, how they invested in themselves, and what it took for them to invest and to say yes to their vision how they have overcome some of their limiting beliefs and blocks that have been keeping them stuck and holding them back. And I'm so honored to be able to share this conversation with you. So again, this is a live session that I'm sharing with you from last weekend. And as you're listening, if you're feeling inspired, Please be sure to take a screenshot of the episode, share it on your stories. You can tag me at amy natalie co. You can also find all of these lovely women on Instagram and you can find their Instagram handles in the show notes from today and you can go send them some love as well for being so courageous, celebrating them on their journey. And the last thing that I want to share before we dive in, is that tomorrow i have a beautiful new website that is going live so i will be offering 20 percent off of all of my courses from this year so you can find out the info for that in the show notes and i am excited to share this episode with you enjoy we'll see you on the other side Okay, so welcome to our expander session, our expander panel. Who here is familiar with the word expander? Anyone? A few people? Yeah. So this word, I think it originated. I'm not sure that she was the creator of it, but it's very possible that she was. um, From Lacey Phillips, who is a manifestation guide and teacher and She uses this word to describe what happens when other people give us evidence and show us evidence of what's possible for us. So our mind can often be very limited to what's available for us. We can only see what we see, we only know what we know. However, when we are shown examples of what's possible and real life examples of what's possible, your subconscious mind can start to develop a belief and understanding that it's also possible for you too. And I've seen this in my own life as I've looked at role models, as I've looked to other women who are paving the path ahead of me, other leaders and healers. When I see what they're doing and what's possible for for that they are actually doing, my brain starts to see, oh, that's possible for me too. So I see this in business all the time. And I want to share a fun story about a friend of mine who some of you know, Jolie Dawn. And uh, it must've been two years ago now where we have the same, we, our birthdays are, are around the same. We're like one, one, we're a few weeks apart. And Jolie was talking about how she was going to go to Greece for her 30th birthday. And I was like, What that seems over the top. I had like all of this, like I was triggered by it. I was like, Greece for your 30th birthday? Like, what the heck? And then I stopped for a moment and I was like, wait, why not? I want to go to Greece for my 30th birthday. That sounds awesome. And so (laughs) I put that out into the universe and got clear that I really wanted to be in Greece for my 30th birthday. Didn't know how it was gonna happen. And I was talking to some friends and they were doing a Europe trip. They were traveling for like six or eight weeks in Europe. And they said, come meet us in Greece. And I was like, okay, when are you going to be in Greece? And they're like, we're going to be there the same week as your birthday. And I was like, great. See you there. So I love that because it's a fun example of expanders where like, sometimes we take this stuff so seriously. And like, it really is in all areas of our life that we can see, oh, that person's doing that. Okay. Why can't I dream big? Why, why don't I see what's possible for me that's greater than what I currently see available for myself, right? I don't know about, about you ladies, but even for me, when I'm doing visioning, hearing other people share, like, I'm sure you noticed that in in the session, like, oh, She wants to have a house in nature. That sounds lovely. Oh, I want that too. Okay, let me borrow that. And so we can actually borrow these things that might not be there initially for you, but when you hear someone say it, it lights something up within you and you're like, oh, I want to do that too. All right, so with that, I have invited a couple of incredible women who have been in my space for about a year now and are super inspiring. And I am inspired by all three of these ladies and they have worked with me in various different capacities whether it be one-on-one coaching, group coaching, masterminds, both. And I'm excited to share their journeys with you and for you to get to feel their energy and to get to experience what it is like to follow your path, to listen to your calling. And so I know some of you here are wanting to step into your purpose. Some of you already have started to do that. Some of you might love the job that you're in and you want to show up as a greater leader in your community, in your relationships, in your life, whatever that is, um, is great. And this, this experience, this expander panel is really um, around abundance and purpose and following your path. So With that, I'm going to introduce our speakers and have them introduce themselves. Oh my goodness, it feels like a long time ago when I invited each of you to come join me here. And here we are, and there's been so much growth and evolution even since then. So we're gonna drop in and open the space if everyone can give them some love in the chat and welcome them, say hello to Liv, to Jenny, to Lauren. Welcome, welcome. So excited to have you here. Thank you for being in this space. All right. So, (laughs) yes, love it. (laughs) Warm welcome. All right. So, we're just going to start by having each of you introduce yourselves, um, your business, how long ago you started, and anything that you want to share about how you currently are in service or support your clients. So we'll begin. Let's start with Jenny today and then we'll we'll go around the room.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Amy. And thank you to all of you beautiful women for all the love in the chat and for being here today. My name's Jenny Lynn. So I'm a love empowerment coach and I started my business May of this year. It, it came to me probably around January that I knew I'd be doing something. And so love empowerment is my focus. And I support women to reach unconditional self-love and to experience healthy and empowered relationships in all areas of their life. And thank you so much, Amy, again, for having me.
0: Mm, thanks for being here. Amazing. So beautiful work you're doing, Jenny. All right. Liv, Lauren, who wants to go next? <laughs>
2: I can go. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. It's so nice to be here in this space and, and also get to be on this panel with everyone. So, my name is Liv. Uh, my uh, business is called Eno Wellness Collective, and in February, it will be two years as an entrepreneur. So, um, I am based in Guam, beautiful tropical island. And I host Guam-based events and retreats. And then I also am a holistic health coach. So I work with women who are looking to really create consistent healthy habits um, and an empowered mindset. So I am so excited you know, to get to reconnect with Amy as well. It's been a little bit, um, but yeah, really excited to be here. Thanks, Liv.
3: Hi everyone. It's not, it's not that long ago that I attended an event like this and was discovering Amy and digging into this work and it even doing the meditation earlier it brought me back to that space and just how the journey unfolds for all of us. Um, my name is Lauren, also low You can call me. I'm the founder of House of low um, I've been building this business for like a decade, but I launched it this year. So that should give you a lot to do. We will discuss that in this call. But I um, I am here to create safe spaces for women to connect. Ultimately, what and you know, I think one of the things that I've discovered too is our purpose unfolds. It just does. And one of the areas I really focus on is abundance consciousness. So not just money mindset, but what it means to live an abundant life. And I'm here to help women expand and and think bigger and walk bigger and be bigger, to be honest. And so um, I just held my first event in November and I also launched a podcast, the house of low podcast. So would love to um, have you listen to that. And of course, attend one of my future events. So thank you. It's an honor to be here, Aim, with you. I'm so grateful. Thank you.
0: Oh my goodness. So I just have such a big smile on my face because even having these women here introducing themselves so powerfully and so clearly and just from such a heart-centered space brings me so much joy. A lot of the work that I do, you know, is really about the ripple effect, the effect that when I support these amazing light workers and leaders to step into their power, then the effect and the impact that they can have and that they do have is just like tenfold. So um, we're going to start, we're going to peel back some of the layers uh, so that You ladies can really see the journey of what it takes to get here and really take off any of the perfection, like the the comparison or the perfectionism or the the stuff that we see on social media when there's like a lens or a filter um, of what it's really like. So we're going to share some behind the scenes, some real stuff that you get to experience. Um, And I would love to start off by asking each of you about what were some of the biggest mindset blocks or limiting beliefs that really either were keeping you stuck from fully stepping into your purpose um, or that were blocking you from, from expanding and growing. So we'll go around and whoever wants to answer first, we'll, we'll see where we go.
1: I'll go first.
3: Um, Unworthiness for sure. Uh, also the too much, too big, too loud story. I feel like a lot of us have that story Um, because I am not a subtle person. And as a woman, I think we're really socialized and and pushed to be small in all the ways. Um, Even my voice, like my voice in and of itself is like lower and just like, it has this It's hard to miss it, you know? And for years, I tried to fit myself into a different body, mind, and soul. And that really was it. And what I've done so much work on myself, and I've gone to the deepest, darkest shadow, and it's all there and it doesn't go away. And it just gets, it doesn't, it's not as strong, right? But for me, it does boil down to unworthiness, unworthiness of love, unworthiness of admiration, unworthiness of, you know, um, being a teacher or, or bestowing wisdom on people. And, um, it comes from just not being comfortable with the vessel I was given. A lot of my wounds are rooted in body image for sure. Um, so I hope that answers. you. Mm
0: so powerful. Thank you so much for letting us inside your world and for sharing the the awareness that you now have because you've done the deeper work to get to like that core root root root. Yeah,
1: yeah, thanks Lauren. I'll go ahead and I just wanted to say before I start is I hope that this experience will really, help all of you to see that so much of what we feel on the inside, so many other women actually feel. Um, And despite where a woman is on her journey, whether you just started a business or you want to, or you've been in business for a long time, I think the themes are so consistent amongst us all. Um, And so I think community like this is just so important. So I love having, you know, this opportunity to share with all of you um, some of the things that we've experienced so that hopefully you can Um, relate and still see what's possible despite that. So for me, I would say that the biggest block I had was, okay, I've done all this work on myself and I've dove into the healing and personal development for a couple of years, but how does that make me qualified to help someone else? Or so what if I've grown or so what if I've accomplished all this and I feel, you know, like I finally love myself. So for me, it was, do I even have anything that's truly mine to say, or unique or what's special about me. That was probably one of the biggest things. Um, And then I think also a fear of fully being seen um, just in this new identity, because I've changed so much and I've transformed so much that most people truly are like, who who have you become? And some people celebrate that and some people are very triggered by that. And so I think that kind of leads into, and I know we'll get to it later, some of the challenges um, of stepping into your, of your calling. But I think for me, those are the, were the biggest things for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we were talking about that earlier, which would really fall into the co- category, I would say of like imposter syndrome, if we were to like name the pattern, that's part of it. Um, imposter syndrome and unworthiness, those are two, two that I was I was hearing there.
2: Yeah, thanks Jenny. Of course. All right, so I would say one of a couple of big blocks that, that, that I experienced before launching my business, becoming an entrepreneur, I think the biggest thing was for me was fear of failure. Um, I was coming and also just leaving the nest. Before doing what I'm doing now, I was in a job um, for eight years, the same company for eight years and was living someplace totally different from where I'm living now. And so the jump to do this was not only leaving a very comfortable job where everything is structured and you're really comfortable, and then also a place that I was living for a few years and deciding to do all of that at once, there was a lot of fear around, is this gonna work? I mentioned that I do events. And so there's always that fear of like, is anyone going to come to my event? Right. Is anyone going to show up? Um, And so that came up quite a bit. I also know that my inner critic is around like perfectionism. So it's even that experience of getting it out, creating the Instagram, creating the website, like was such a big step because you're like putting it out even when it's not perfect is something that I've been learning and growing over the past, Two years and just getting it out there. And so that was a, a big block uh, that I had to really work through jumping into this next phase.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fear of failure and perfectionism feel like the top two there. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And so relatable. Okay. So what are some of your daily practices that have really supported you in reprogramming your mindset in seeing yourself in this new identity? Um, Are there any specific practices that you've used and devoted yourself to? And the second part of that question is, do you feel like it's been easy to be consistent with them or are there times where like, it's not as consistent as you would like it to be?
1: I'll go ahead. I would say that the biggest thing that's been most transformative to me is The morning practice and kind of shifting my mindset around that. It's not, oh, I have to get up and do all these things. It's okay. Here's an opportunity to connect with myself. Here's an opportunity to put myself first. So it's really connecting to the message you're sending out when you do prioritize yourself. So this isn't about just sitting down and meditating, but it's about setting the tone that I matter first and let me fill my cup. Let me connect to myself, my higher self, and really devote me to me. And so anything that has connected me to myself has been truly the foundation of all of the external things that have shifted in my life. So definitely meditation, um, journaling. I would say a gratitude practice has been huge for me. And especially when everything feels wrong is when a gratitude practice has been the most impactful because it's easy to say, I'm grateful for this, this, and this, when you're having a a beautiful day and the sun is shining. Um, but for the times that feel really dark and lonely, um, gratitude has really helped shift my mindset as well. And to answer the second part of the question in terms of consistency, it's challenging because life is going on. And, um, I would say that that's something that ties into, I think the challenge of being a healer or a light worker is that, you know, what's best for you. And so I think I found myself being extra hard on myself if I wasn't consistent. And then I had to, you know, luckily I had the support of Amy to remind me of all the things going on in my life um, that were blocking me from that consistency and to stop judging myself for it. So I think that, you know, it's all about forgiving ourselves when we do fall, you know, fall off track and realizing that our whole world won't end. Our dreams are still going to come true. And we get to forgive ourselves, give ourselves grace and come back to ourselves. And it's almost like if I wouldn't meditate for a little while and I come back, it's like, I would feel this welcome of, okay, you're back now. And I'm like, I feel so good. So that's, that's been my experience.
0: Mm, Thank you so much, Jenny. Yeah. It's been beautiful seeing you bring more compassion to yourself on your journey. Jenny actually, and all of these women have quit corporate jobs or are like in the process of that. So I know Lauren left her corporate job this year, Liv left her corporate job a few years ago. And Jenny is literally starting her coaching business while also working full time and then trying to fit in self-care and taking care of her family and all of these other things. So like, that's part of the beginning of the journey. And like, it does take a lot of devotion and intention to create that space and time for yourself, especially when there's a million other things going on. So Jenny celebrating you and honoring you for this journey of continuing to come back to your practices, especially when it feels impossible.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much, Amy.
3: Yeah, I wanted to share. So the morning, I have quite a morning routine and it's evolved and it changes. And I think that's my big message. Let your practices and rituals evolve and change. We change every second of every day, our body ages, we move, there's different things we have access to, then we don't have access to them. And you know, your non-negotiables and you know, the things that you are more flexible, I think over time. Um, For me, you know, even like breaking out of the corporate America mold, it's like, I get up at, I get up very early, like five, sometimes 4:30. psycho. And, um, I'm up and like, you know, I do a lot of different things. And then I also, a non-negotiable for me is to go on like an hour walk outside. Um, and that's actually moved my work day up a lot, like later, you know, it's like, I don't start until 10 ideally. And some days it's earlier, some days it's later, but um, the hour walk in the morning. I don't know. I just, cause I'm one of those people that has to get moving. Like I can't, you know, be so relaxed sometimes in the morning, I got to get moving to get the energy going. And I find that I get a lot of energy out and I, I come back and I'm able to consciously focus. Um, but I, I would not knock any night, the night rituals I think are the most powerful for me. So one of the things I do is I read out loud things I'm calling into my life and that I am ready for and manifesting actively, and I read them right before bed. Usually, it's three big statements, and you know the subconscious marinates on that all night. And I have found that that practice has really chipped away at my limiting beliefs, um, and and played a big role. Another thing I do at night is I do some kind of like wind down movement. I you know whether it's like yoga or some of the embodiment practices Amy teaches really, really powerful to move slowly for me at night, but I still got (laughs) to move. The the big thing I'll say about being consistent is um, asking for support from people in your life that on these things that are non-negotiable for you. So even now, like I'm home and I'm at my parents spending time with the, for the holidays and I meditate twice a day. And like, I'm in this room. And my dad walked in and he was like, Oh, she's meditating. And so like, they just, they respect it. Like they, they respect it and they know like, you know what, she has to do these things. This is what, this is who how she's her best self essentially. And I think the people in our life, even if they're not living this way, it's okay. Because we can just say, okay, this is like, how I can be show up for you, you know, as my best self. So I've gotten really comfortable asking uh, for support in these rituals.
0: Beautiful. I love that insight. It's perfect around the holidays too. I'm sure there's going to be some ladies here who are going home and could ask for some support.
2: Yeah. All right. So I think that you know the biggest thing that I've had to transition, even just in my mindset around, is um, the fact that i am my own boss is i can set my own schedule and amy and i you know work, work through this as well as you know i truly really try to make it so that my mornings there is space in the morning i don't schedule calls before a certain time i keep my weekend sacred so those practices and those boundaries around my time and um you know, giving myself space on both sides of the day has been just a practice I have been coming back to. I'd say the number one thing that all my clients tell me that also I have to practice myself as well is boundaries with uh, my phone too in the morning, right? And and I know a lot of people can probably relate to it. It's like not going right into your phone, right? As you get into the, the morning. So that's been something I've really I've really been working on uh, creating again more boundaries around and it's something that is really supportive for my morning and just coming into the morning with a in a clear space. Um, The other ritual that's not necessarily daily but it's something that i've been doing more recently is. um, you know, really looking at the new moon and the full moon as times to set intentions and, you know, release what's no longer serving me and actually writing things down during those times. So that has been, you know, an, a really nice consistent cycle that I've been able to come back to, to reflect over the past couple months too.
0: Yeah. And I know that you host new moon and full moon experiences in Guam. So it's beautiful that you are embodying that for yourself. And that's a big piece of showing up and being in service. It's not about being perfect and doing all the things. However, there is a layer of walking the talk and embodying your practices that you teach. And anything that I teach is something that I have personally used in my life and or I'm currently devoted to in my practices. And it makes a big difference when you operate from that space. So I love that, Liv. Yeah, thank you. All right. So what is your favorite part about being a light worker, coach, healer, leader? What is the thing that lights you up the most that you enjoy most about this path that you have chosen?
3: I think for me, holding space for other women it is the joy of my life. I sometimes can hold a lot of space. I have a lot of boundless like space to hold for people. And I have to learn, um, to have boundaries is my big lesson in this life. So, um, you know, but I, I really am, I was created to hold space for women and not even just hold space, but create space. Um, at my event, you know, I was like levitating because I felt like I was out of my body because I was witnessing, you know, 25 women that came together for my first event and they were all just sharing so vulnerably. And some of them know me and some of them don't. And I thought, wow, like they trust this space and me enough to share these vulnerable things. And, and I think that being a light worker, it's a painful process. I mean, we live in the matrix here. And so we're surrounded by Fear-based consciousness. And that's what we're, we're here to dismantle that. Right. And that is work. Light worker is work. This doesn't, I mean, we talk about miracle mindset all the time, but miracles come from the work and they come when we're surrendered, you know, but ultimately for me, I love this path because, um, it's, it's healed me. And, um, you know, I've always been intuitive and I'm sort of discovering gifts I have spiritually. And, um, it's not easy to navigate, you know, but for me, it's a joy and a blessing to bring those gifts to other women. I pray for our salvation and liberation as women, you know? And I do believe that as light workers, I believe a lot of women are light workers because we're intuitive, like we're connected with the spiritual realms, right? And so I don't want to, if everybody's not spiritual on this call, it's totally fine. I know some of this resonates and some of it doesn't, but we have to trust our intuition. It's like our duty because, you know, if we don't, it just lowers the vibration of the planet, you know? And so I think that I'm meeting so many women that are lightworkers and they inspire me, you know, to do like what is doing, what Jenny's doing, what Amy's doing, what all of you are doing on this call. Like your gifts are needed and there's never enough of us. And a lot of times, ta- the last thing I'll say is a lot of times we're in these spaces, right? You guys are doing this work. You're working with Amy. You have friends, you're in these circles. And it's easy to think, oh, there's a lot of this conversation. Nobody needs what I have to say or what I bring. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. That held me back for years thinking there's 500,000 podcasts and 20 million coaches and there's tons of people doing events. No, we need you and your gifts. And um, I believe every single one of you on this call is a light worker. So it's just about stepping into it.
2: Thanks, Bill. So powerful. I can totally relate to what Lauren was saying too around, I guess, the, the best part or the, the, my favorite part about the work that I do is, so yesterday I had a, a retreat and I did the opening and the closing circles. And this is the fourth retreat of the year. And it's so interesting to start to hear similar things come up in the circles each time from completely different people. But one of the like the most rewarding some of the most rewarding things that people say are, will be like, I've been looking for this community. I've been looking for, I didn't know these people were here. Like I'm so, I feel so seen. I feel so heard. And that to me, I'm like, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing right to connect those people. I saw some people exchanging numbers yesterday. I saw like all these connections happening. And I think just creating those spaces, holding the spaces is such a huge, you know huge part of my whole mission and what I'm doing i think in the client in the one on one setting what i with when i with my health coach health coaching world, what I love seeing is just peeling the layers back and back. We're going to start maybe talking about diet and exercise, right, or health in in terms of how they might have uh, initially connected to the program. But as we start to peel the layers, we go deeper and deeper and deeper. And I love, love seeing that transformation and just seeing people start to open up and realize that their health and wellness is not just, you know, what they might think it is, right. It's actually starting to look at their whole lifestyle and the boundaries and the relationships and really going deep. So, um, that's super, super rewarding to see people start to just change and transform.
1: Thanks, Liv. So powerful and beautiful. Mm -hmm. There is so much that I love about being a coach. Um, it's hard, it was hard to even pinpoint, but I'd have to say the of course, seeing my clients healing and their progress and their transformation and how Lauren was describing that levitating feeling. Like I've gotten off a call with a client and like had to jump around my room. It's just like bursting with love, bursting with energy, just seeing them because, you know, as a coach, I like to describe to my clients as we begin working together, you know, I'm joining them on their journey. I'm guiding them. They're doing the work, but I'm like there as this space holder of unconditional love and that alone is so powerful so just watching them you know they're the ones doing the work and being able to witness that and you know when they come in and share with me that you know they've closed off this toxic cycle of relationships or they were able to be vulnerable with a partner or they got um, promoted in their job just seeing them get into alignment in all the different areas is truly amazing and just like how Liv said you could start talking about you know diet or something right but you what opens up is so much more. So I think that self-discovery and strong foundation of self-love, and really t- tapping into that power and seeing what unfolds from there, um, you know. And even in my own journey, going to Amy because of a, you know, of a breakup, and then how much shifted in my life. So I think just seeing the magic that unfolds and the power of being in alignment in your life and everything that opens up from there, things that you never would have thought would be possible, just from connecting to yourself and getting into alignment. Um, and I am very, um, I'm a very deep person. I'm like all things Scorpio. So I love, and I know my clients definitely appreciate that. I really go to the depths and I truly see and empathize with people, um, which gives so much meaning to my path, to my past. Um, and just sitting in that, that feeling of purpose is, is so rewarding. There really aren't words for it. And so I'm, very, very grateful for it. And I know Amy mentioned earlier that ripple effect. I also love that because what my healing has offered to all of my clients and then seeing my client sharing with me that now their husband is doing this or it like, this is how you change the world. And so just echoing Lauren's statement to that every single one of us is truly needed. And we're all, we were all born to be ourselves. And so you already are special and you already are deserving to step into what you're meant for.
0: Hmm. Let's take a moment and just let that sink in. It is true. Yes, you are already deserving of what you are meant for. So true. All right. We got some Scorpios in the house and Scorpio rising. So I'm not surprised that we're attracting all the Scorpios here. <laughs> we like to go deep. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm so inspired by all three of you and wanting to remind everyone who's listening, even if your path is not specifically to be a coach or like in this realm, um, that this is really what we're talking about is your purpose. When you are living in your purpose, there's so much that opens up for you. And it might look different to what these ladies are sharing. Um, However, I believe that everyone has a purpose to be in service in some way and the fulfillment that we have from that experience, because that really is part of our sole mission in this lifetime. There's nothing like it. Like there literally is nothing like it. Yeah. Okay. So what is the most challenging part of following your purpose and being a light worker and a healer?
3: I think circles change your, your, your tight circle gets smaller and smaller (laughs) in the sense of, you know, you have to, this is a, I think a good rule of thumb for all of us. We have to protect our energy. I know Amy talks a lot about that, but as a light worker and when you are in your purpose and we all know how long of a road it takes to even step into it for most of us, when you're in it, it is your like divine right to protect it. And if that makes sense. And what I mean by that is like, you know, sovereignty. So um, sometimes there's going to be moments where, and there have been for me where no one supports it or gets it. And even if they support it, they don't get it. And then I get in my head. And I think that the important piece is to come back to the rituals (laughs) and the practices. And I need more alone time than I ever did. I would consider myself, you know, an introvert extrovert, like I'm kind of both. but I find myself like the other day we had this party and then I had to come up here and sit in that chair and pull cards and journal and meditate and listen to some like frequencies. And I got back, you know, so the most challenging part is that you're not going to always be in spaces that are, um, at, at the vibration you're seeking or are. And I also think another challenging piece is, you know, to honor the season you're in like, yeah, we're light workers, but we're human and we're in these bodies and we have to navigate these, this world. And so sometimes it's a dark season. Sometimes you're not that creative. It's not just about producing. We're also here to like break that cycle of hyper-productivity and all the masculine energy that dominates the way we work. Right. And so as a light worker, walking in your purpose, but also being an entrepreneur or owning your own business or being an executive at a company, it doesn't matter. We have to Sagittarius Bianca, <laughs> my birthday is next Tuesday. Um, we have to truly like decide that we're gonna honor where we're at right now. And I think that that's really um, the space I'm in now, you know cause I'm putting myself out there in a way that I never have and it's uncomfortable sometimes, you know, because like Jenny was saying, we're here to be seen, but sometimes it's like, Oh boy, they're going to see me now. You know,
1: I'm echoing that alone time. I know Amy, when I first started coaching with Amy, I felt this overwhelming need where I was like, wow, I have to be by myself and not in a depressed, isolated way, but in a I just, I can't even put it into words. It's like, I was like, I need to be meditating. I need to be journaling. I need to be home. I feel like I have something big that needs to um, come through and it's not going to, if I'm surrounded by all of these distractions and I started really learning who was for me and, and who was not. And um, I would say that that was challenging in the beginning, but I think for me, the, the hardest part about being um, a light worker and being in my purpose, I think is remembering myself and remembering my own self-care because I feel sometimes so overwhelmed with helping others and so, um, dedicated to my clients, which is a beautiful thing. And, you know, part of it, um, but remembering that I still need to come to come first really to be able to serve others. And so for me, um, Really, really staying connected to myself through this and making sure to fill my own cup first. I think just personally for me um, was challenging, especially in the beginning. and I think especially as I added my business on top of you know, my corporate job and and everything else that that life throws us. And so I think I was very quick to just say, well, my business has to come first, like my clients, I have to like, this is what I love, this is what I'm here for. It's like when you're born to serve others, like it can be easy to forget helping yourself first so i think for me that's been the most challenging and then also echoing lauren on the circles changing um you know a lot of friendships um, and relationships did kind of fade away with some space however the magic that happens after that is that the most aligned people ever flow in that i could never dream i met lauren actually on an event like this and she was glowing on my screen and so i was a little Scorpio detective. And I found her on social media and I said, I don't know why, but I just have to know you. And she said, oh, I was thinking the same thing. I was actually looking for you. And so, and now here we are. So it's truly magical. What happens when you create this space for the aligned people relationships um, and purpose to really shine through.
3: Mm -hmm. And that's the space Amy creates. You meet some of the best (laughs) Best humans you'll ever meet. Through I, I love you, Jenny. I'm so grateful we're in each other's lives. Me
2: too, babe.
1: Mm. So much love here. I love it.
2: <laughs> I love that. So amazing. And I love seeing also some familiar like faces. I have not, haven't met before, but I have some of you that are on here. I've seen you in other spaces like through AV too. So it's nice to even have that familiarity that continues, you know, along the journey. Um, I think for me, the most challenging Part about yeah i guess the work that i'm doing these days i think it's been just that constant process of of rewiring my how i think about work how i think about productivity how i think about um, you know really balancing the masculine and feminine i feel like when i when we start first started working together like I was definitely in the overactive, like masculine side. And that was, you know, part of it came from launching a business, from doing something new, from like making the leap, but really trying to find that balance. Now I kind of can notice at certain times that I'll be like, okay, I'm feeling like I might be getting to a point of um, being a little bit overwhelmed or maybe going towards burnout. I can recognize that a lot earlier and be like, okay, I know, I know what I can do to to balance it and uh, i think that's like been a super important lesson um, as well because if i burn out then none of it happens right so so i have to make sure i have to prioritize like uh my energy and and protecting it and then also i think you know coaches need coaches i really feel like having getting that support for myself was a big piece of it because you know in the coaching world you know you're taking a lot of energy on and you're there and you're supportive and you're caring but I, I feel like i needed to uh really get my own support as well and then continue to find experiences like this where, where you can reconnect and kind of recharge around like-minded people so yeah it's, it's an evolution but balancing that masculine feminine like with the different seasons different times of busy times and slower times like it's definitely a, a process
0: mm-hmm. yeah i love working on that with you especially You came from a really corporate background and from events, like from this, you know, everything's so linear and time-oriented and and detail-oriented and all of those things. And it's so easy to carry that over into your business, but that's where we often see burnout really quickly with entrepreneurs, right? Um, So it's not that you can't be in your masculine or you shouldn't be in your masculine because we need that. And when it's integrated and when it's um, when you're incorporating more of the feminine to create that that, that like energy flow that works for you, um, that's when it all starts to, to fall into place. So Liv, I'm actually going to have you, since you just started sharing a little bit about our work together, um, I'd love to hear, and like you being supported as a coach, by a coach, as a coach. So you having the space held for you in what ways has working with me supported you in stepping Further into your purpose or expanding your business, like share a little bit with us about how it has accelerated your growth.
2: Yeah, definitely, it definitely accelerated um, it quite a bit because before, yeah, when we started working together, I think I had just hit a year of doing, you know, it all on my own, and it was I had never experienced being a coach and then getting coached, um, you know, through. Uh, being kind of as an, an entrepreneur in the state that I was in. So it definitely helped I think have me look at my whole business and get clarity. That was something that I was really looking for when we first started working together, even just looking at, okay, what am I offering? What's in alignment? What's not in alignment? Like I don't have to hold on to all of the ideas that I had, you know, at the very start, right? I can kind of evolve my business moving forward. And then in terms of just my overall mindset, you know, when, when we worked, started working together, I was saying yes to everything. <laughs> I was saying yes, to everything I was people pleasing. I was like really, not wanting everyone to like me and that was getting in the way of just like yeah my time my time being my biggest uh resource right now as a as an entrepreneur so that was a huge shift in just how I approached decision making getting clear about what are my yeses what are my no's Um, and it helped me be a better coach experience experiencing coaching with you I take a lot of of that into now my, my coach, my uh, coaching clients as well. So it's helpful to be the student again, you know, and then to, to learn and absorb and walk the walk and then be able to integrate that into, into my services as well. So. Thank you so much, Liv. It's such an honor to hold space for you and to
0: see all the amazing work that you're doing in the world. And yeah, continuing to move forward from a place of alignment. That's really where the acceleration and the growth and the abundance comes in um, when you're you're moving from that place of alignment.
1: Yeah. Thank you, love. I'd have to say, you know, through Amy's support, that's where I was guided to find my purpose. And my one of my very first calls with Amy. She kind of said, Well, what do you picture um, career-wise? And I am a nurse. I've been a nurse for a long time. And I was doing medical sales, but I had said to her, you know, I kind of feel like I want to start a blog, or I feel like I have so much to say, or just so much has happened, um, and especially in such a short amount of time, that I was like, I just feel like I want to express that. I'm just not quite sure. And I had this subtle image in in my mind of what that would look like, like even to the point of you know, I've got my cup of matcha and I open my laptop and I'm like helping and I'm expressing, but I just didn't know what that looked like. And, you know, Amy really helped me not only in discovering my purpose, but just really guiding me back to um, myself and the belief that I actually can have anything that I want. And so we really created and transformed my whole life together. Um, I mean, literally every area, it's actually it's actually wild. I still, (laughs) I still am in shock. Um, and especially in such a short amount of time that even sometimes I'm like, wait a second, like who, (laughs) what, what, what even happened or how did I get here? But it's all again, if, you know, tuning into and aligning with what you're meant for once, once you're in that place and you've got someone guiding you there and holding you in that space of belief and unconditional love, anything is truly possible. And so Amy was always my reminder of, that I am worthy, that I am deserving. And we really got to the root of what was holding me back from believing that for myself. Once I believed I was worthy, once I believed I could have what I wanted, it's like that is such a game changer in your life. And so that was the foundation for me to change everything to then find my purpose. And now I think about all my clients and all of the future clients that are, you know, out here living and still haven't found me yet. Um, thinking about all of that, like all from me deciding to really, you know, invest in myself and go dive into my own personal development and healing is, it's pretty mind blowing to think about the impact that now that decision has had on this world. So, so grateful, beyond grateful for you, Amy. Thank you, Jenny. You ladies are the reason why
0: I do what I do and just keeps getting better. Thank you, love.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I um Amy has seen me, has seen the full gamut of my emotions. (laughs) And um and I so I just want to like explain a little bit about how about how I've worked with Amy because I worked with Amy for almost two years in the span of the work we've done. So I worked with Amy on one of her group programs. I've worked with her in private coaching. And the latest was this year in the Business Mastermind with, oh, I see one of my girls, Scout is on here. Hi, Scout. Um, so Amy has is one of the num- most, probably number two expanders in my life. Like there's two people that have expanded me in a big way. And Amy has also opened me up to now this whole space of the powerful coaches and healers, that are out there that do different things, and you know I'm starting to get more into um, working with like pretty out there intuitives and like spiritual teachers because like having these gifts, I need to I need people to help me navigate them. But with Amy, I always say she can hold space like no other. And my whole thing is, you know, I've worked with only Amy. I've never worked with another coach, and I always say that. I don't want to bounce around between different coaches because it's powerful to work with someone who has seen the arc of your transformation of your journey and knows where you started, who you are today and who you're becoming. And even this year, working with Amy in the business mastermind with two other of the most powerful women who are now two of my dearest friends. Like that's another thing, you know, you just, you meet so many amazing women that are doing this work through Amy, but this year it was the hardest year in my life so far and Amy and Scout and Whitney and that mastermind saw me and pushed me through all of it. And I would not be standing in the most powerful place I've ever been in my life without what we did this year in the mastermind. So I cannot, I cannot stress enough. Like I think working with Amy specifically has helped me see, what I'm capable of because Amy does the work there's a lot of coaches that are preaching and they're not doing the work in their own life and I've always admired about you Amy that you do this work and you're very vulnerable about where you're at and what your season the season you're in and you talk about the dark and the light and every area in between and a lot of people don't do that you know and so I honor you and I thank you for the work that you continue to do you've been doing this for a while now and you are mm-hmm. so devoted and dedicated and um, I love you. Mm,
0: I love you too. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies, for sharing about your experience. And every client that I work with has a different journey that they're on a different place in their journey. And, um, you know, the work is the same, the work is going to those deeper layers, having a space to be held and loved and seen and Um, seen through the eyes of empowerment and seen through the eyes of love and that's really the magic that happens through through this work so um, I see some beautiful shares in the chat that Stephanie actually listened to the podcast that Lauren and Whitney and Scout did and about the mastermind and she joined the empowered and embodied journey which I'm going to be sharing about tomorrow Astrid has also joined as well, so there's many different ways that um, are available for you ladies to tap in to get my support, and we be sharing about some of those tomorrow as well for those of you who are interested. Um, okay, last two questions before we wrap up this session. First, I want to talk about... Um, your experience in investing in yourself, because this is a big conversation. And I think it's really important because each of you actually have had different experiences and have different perspectives on money and all of that. Um, but take us to that moment where you were like, Oh my God, like, I know that this is going to support me in my expansion. I trust that. I believe that. And like, now it's time to like make that decision Um, I'd love to start with Jenny on this one, because that was, I mean, all of you have a powerful story and very different perspectives on money as well. Um, but let's start with Jenny, if you can share, and even for like explaining like what that means to invest in yourself and to get the support.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that, you know, I had two conversations with Amy and on our call where we discussed the pricing and everything. It's like, I was all in and then you know, when getting to the pricing and what that would look like, there was, you know, I could feel it in my body, like a block of just like, oh wait, never mind. This is like something else that, that I can't have because I just, I don't have this. And so it was, it it felt pretty devastating actually on the inside. And I can remember the moment because it felt like I saw all of my possibility and then it felt like taken away because I felt like I didn't have the money. And I, I just didn't think that I, I mean, when I really reflect back, I actually didn't feel worthy of investing in myself or worthy of having what I wanted. Um, and Amy said something really powerful to me, and it was, you know, when does the story change? Because I started, you know, going into, well, I've been in debt for a long time, and I moved out at seventeen, and I've just been like doing life on my own for so long. Um, so I don't have all this money like aside. I, I just, I just can't have this. And so Amy really, you know, and I appreciate her for just not giving up on me because I think she really did see that this was really going to support me and change my whole life. And I'm just so glad that she didn't throw the towel in and say, okay, well, she said she couldn't, you know, she couldn't afford it. So next, um, she really stayed believing in me and, you know, from there just asking me this, like, well, when does that story change? What's the new story? You know, what would the version of yourself, Um, that you want to evolve into? Like, how would she view this? And so I really just for the first time chose to believe in something before I could physically see it. Like, no, I didn't physically have that money sitting in an account somewhere waiting to go. But I just was like, you know what, I'm going to choose that right now, everything will change. And when I got off of that call, where I said, yes, I want to do it. Um, you know, I remember just telling myself that this would be the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. And that, that is what it will be regardless. And I think that was such a breakthrough for me. So my first, you know, big breakthrough in my growth wasn't even, it wasn't even when we had our first session, Amy, it was when I invested in myself. And so to me, investing in yourself really means deeming yourself as worthy of having it all and that you deserve. And that also the biggest message is that you are no longer willing to stay where you're at. And that's just where, that's just where I was. Like, I know there's more for me and I'm, I deserve to get there and I'm no longer willing to be here. And here is a clear action step that I am taking to head towards what I deserve. And since that money came to me and, and support and money came to me in all different areas, all of this opened up and, um, you know, and, and even now it's, it's still, it still continues. I ended up, you know, getting more money from a job. My mom started supporting me all of a sudden with things that I needed. And I just learned to be grateful for, you know, each miracle, each money miracle that really opened up from that point. And I mean, it was definitely the best money I ever spent in my life it still is the best decision I've ever made in my life and I think um, you know it really was just a game changer in changing the story and changing the narrative I'm no longer like I'm not living my life based on that story because that story was holding me back so I got to step into this new story before I was living it and I think that trust and faith is is what's gotten me to where I am now. So
0: powerful, Jenny. Yes. Thank you for sharing about your journey and your courage and your
3: bravery. Of course. All right, here we go. Abundance yeah. mindset. Oh,
1: go it.
3: No, no, you go. Are you <laughs> sure? Okay. I won't, I won't go long. No, I go long. Sometimes <laughs> I get in these modes. Um, so abundance mindset is my mission on this earth and it, you know, I just had a conversation last night with a man about abundance mindset and I get, I get uh, challenged all the time on this, but you know, money for me, I wasn't, I didn't come from money. I, I had the same money stories we all have. You know, I, I did the whole debt thing. We paid off the debt many years ago. And, but I think ultimately what I've learned is that money is, uh, an, it's an energy, it's a relationship, it's a vibration. And if we treat it as anything other than that, it will continue to be at odds often with us, you know. And I, it's actually the one area in my life that I don't have as many limiting beliefs as other areas. I don't want to say there's none. but you know, every time I've invested in working with Amy or in any sort of like retreat or program, I swear and I really I have this all documented. I end up getting like between five to ten times what I invested in that within like six to 12 months. We just, you know, investing in yourself is a signal to the energies around us and above us that you're ready to go deeper, that you're ready to step into more of what's already unfolding for you, what's already meant for you. And, you know, Amy has obviously come into your lives for a reason. She came into my life for a reason, you know, and so you're here for a reason. And so when I met Amy, you know, it was very like I was in a place where I was like, oh my God, am I going to invest this much money in that? Like I'm not even um i'm in i'm working in corporate like i'm not even going to start my own thing like i was so lost at that time and i just remember her nudging me and saying like if not now when those words like echo through me i'll never forget it it was actually december 2 years ago so it was right around my birthday and i remember she was just like if not now when you know and it's fine if not now but when and i remember i got off the phone with her and i thought about it and i called her like a day later and I was like, we're doing this. And the rest is history. I have transformed, I feel like I've quantum leaped a decade working with Amy in two years. So there's that. <laughs> I <laughs> I, I answered the question. Yeah, you
0: were, you were actually at home for Christmas yes. with your parents when we had yes. that conversation. Yes. Wow. I remember where I was when we had that conversation. That's
1: yeah.
3: really wild. Yeah. Okay. I hope so I answered the question. Sorry. Yeah, yeah so
1: much has happened since then. Wow. <laughs> All right, Liv. Did you want to add to this one?
2: Yeah, I would just say I kind of, you know, I definitely echo a lot of what um, what, what both of you have said, but also uh, Jenny, your your story was uh, kind of similar to mine. I definitely had to look at the investment and really think like, I remember us talking and we were on like our call and I remember pulling up my bank account and I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but I will have to you know, and then taking a day or two to think about it and then really figure out, okay, how am I gonna make this work? And one of the quotes that, one of the quotes you said in the beginning of the day, you said something, I wrote it down, when your faith is greater than your fear, anything is possible. And that I think was like, the, the reason why I chose to invest is that it wasn't just an investment in yes, working with the coach. And obviously we connected, uh, and you were exactly, you know, the type of support I was looking for, but it was really an investment in myself. And like me saying yes to this is choosing to move forward. It's choosing growth. It's choosing that self-trust that I'm going to make the best experience out of this. And so it was that exercise in trusting myself and trusting that, um, trusting the the bigger vision. If my vision for my business is what I'm envisioning, then this is part of the process. So uh, yeah, I, I totally look forward to working again together in the future. <laughs>
0: mm. Thank you, ladies. Thanks for sharing. I think this is such a powerful, important conversation because I myself for the last, I don't know, however many years I've been in this work. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for nine years, but also invested in myself over and over and over again. And I Personally, would not be who I am today or where I am today without those investments. And everything that I've invested into is also what I offer to my clients. And I think that's very similar for you ladies, is that the the coaches that you work with, the certifications, the ways that you invest in yourself, that wisdom and that information then gets to be part of you and it, it gets passed along. So um, I think that's also an important factor. And, you know, I, I really want a presence that that you know, there, there is an abundance factor here that we're going to be talking about tomorrow. We're going to be doing a wealth creation session an embodied wealth creation session tomorrow, which is going to be really powerful. Um, I, I know that, uh, who was it that just said, like, you could feel it in your body. Jenny, you said like, oh, I could feel it in my body. Like I was afraid or like the scarcity in my body, like scarcity. Isn't just a a consciousness. It's not just a mindset it's actually in our, in our nervous system, it's a survival mechanism that, that is there, that has ancestrally been passed down to us. So we're going to be working with that through the body tomorrow, which is going to be really powerful. And, um, I, I've really come to a place of, of trusting my clients and trusting the women that feel called to work with me, that if they're ready and if they're, they're willing to invest that, I will show up and give my absolute all for these women and make sure that they get the value and beyond what they're investing in. So, um, thank you for sharing about your stories. Um, let me see. I think that that we're gonna wrap here because you all shared so powerfully and had so much wisdom to offer. Can we get some love in the chat for these ladies? These powerful, beautiful ladies. Thank you so, so, so much for being here. Thank you for sharing. You're all such lights in my life and in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Queens. Wow. I am so lit up and inspired by this conversation with Liv, Lauren, and Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Feminine Frequency Podcast for this episode. And a couple of quick reminders to apply for the empowered and embodied journey you can click on the link in the show notes to find all of the details there are only four spots left and we start on january 11th so i look forward to reading your application to getting to know you more and supporting you on your journey. If this is a full soul, yes for you. And if you have any questions at all about the empowered and embodied journey, please send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Co. Lastly, tomorrow, there will be a 20% off sale for all three of my courses from this year. You can find that on my website, amynatalieco.com. This is my new website that I'm so excited to share with all of you. And the three courses that you'll have 20% off access to are the Feminine Frequency Journey, Discover Your Confidence, and Embodied Boundaries. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you on the next episode.